Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Hour number two of Oilers Now. It's 106 in Edmonton, 1206 in Seattle. The Oilers in the Kraken tonight. Stuart Skinner gets the call for Edmonton against Philip Grubauer. The Seattle Kraken with the lowest ranked save percentage in the National Hockey League at just 874. Grubauer at 890, but the Kraken are playing a little bit better of late. Brendan Perlini in for Tyler Benson. That's the only change other than the lines, which we'll see. The Oilers have Connor Yamamoto with Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman. Yes, a Pugliarvi with Leon Dreisettle and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Cassian with Ryan McLeod and Warren Fogle. All right, lots to get to. Just just want to put this out there. Uh, well, you know what? We'll wait until we bring aboard Sportsnet's back. Mark Spector, Brendan Escott's back at the 630 Chad Studios as well. We'll tell you that Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 7804960063. Get the new floors you always wanted at Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. And uh, guests on the show receive certificates to Japanese Village, open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserve online or reserve now at jvedmonton.ca. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, the River Cree Resort and Casino excitement bet on it. And we are joined by Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the 7,000 men and women that are employed in the horse racing and breeding industry, Horse Racing Alberta. Racing remains suspended this week at Century Mile, but you can still watch and wager online at hbibet.com. And we head off to the phone line and welcome back Sportsnet. Spec. Hey Spec, how you doing? Doing pretty well. I see Dave Tippett's uh, moving around his fourth line again. He can't seem to find uh, the unit that makes him want to use it twice in a row, can he? Well, no, Benson's played the last couple games uh, with Ryan and Sevier. So he comes out, Perlini goes in, and I think they just got to keep Perlini kind of in the mix. And I think that Colton Sevier um, his kind of of the guys in the fourth line, he's been the best of them for me. You know what you're getting from him every night. So that's, uh, you know, Mark, it was funny. And because when I sit there and look at the team, and right now, Mark, these are heady times for, for hockey fans in Edmonton. I'm going to give you some numbers here. The Oilers are 16 and 5. They got the best winning percentage in the NHL at 762. The Edmonton Oil Kings are 16, 4 and 3. They're ranked number four in the CHL and they just traded for the best defenseman in junior hockey. And the uh, Golden Bears, and I know they're always good, but they're 7, 2 and 1. They're ranked number three in youth sports under Ian Harbors. I mean, uh, quickly, 32, 39. Uh, 11 and 4 are <laughs> the records of those three Edmonton based teams. It's a good time to be an Edmonton hockey fan, isn't it? Yeah, how about that, eh? Uh, like you say, the Golden Bears are always good. 
I think that we would say that the Oil Kings have really been a strong organization in the junior hockey mold. Like, they don't just have cycles. When they're when they're reaching the top of their cycle, they got a champ Memorial Cup and, and a league championship there. You know, they've done it right. You know, junior hockey teams, Bobby, you know this, most of our listeners know this, they're never going to be good every year. There's always going to be a drop-off in that cycle. But the Oil Kings have managed to, when they're going up their cycle, uh, they put a team on the ice that can win it all and uh, take you to the big boys, right? It's been a long time since the orders have been going through the league the way they're going through right now. They're, a, You know, we're 21 games in. They're a good team, and there's no getting around it. They can be better. If we can tweak a few things around here, we can always find something to complain about. But uh, that's an awfully good hockey team, and, uh, you know, the winning percentage shows it, Bob. There's no making up a winning percentage like that. Yeah, I just want to mention the Edmonton Oil Kings home uh, tonight and tomorrow, Friday and Saturday. They got the Medicine Hat Tigers in town tonight. Moose Jaw tomorrow. It's part of Teddy Bear Toss. I think they're going to have at least 12,000 fans of the game. That's great. And uh, it will be the debut of Caden Gooley, uh, the only returning defenseman on Team Canada at the World Junior Championships. He's, he's going to be on the team again. The Oil Kings could have as many as four players on the World Junior team in Edmonton, which means that Kurt Hill's going to have some challenges with his squad uh, because Demick is also on the Slovak team uh, and he's a six foot four center that Vegas drafted so they're going to be down some pretty good players for about seven games there but it's exciting times and 100 I mean they're the last WHL team to win the Memorial Cup back in 2014 they might have been able to have won it last year um, Winnipeg has is having an awesome season. Winnipeg's having an incredible year, and Edmonton's going to have to get past Winnipeg to get out of, out of the Eastern Conference, but the Oil Kings are the only team to beat them in regulation this year. It's, it's, it's fun times. All right, let's get to the Oilers, because this show is called Oilers Now, Spec. It's, I look at 16-5, and five, and even if Edmonton up, and I can see that the five-on-five play at times has been a challenge, but they've got great power, uh, great special teams. Um, goaltending's probably been a surprise. I think there will be at least two forwards in the mix here by the end of the year that aren't here right now. Okay? They'll upgrade their bottom six. I don't think there's any question about that. That's coming. Okay. I don't know if they, I don't know if they can play much better than a 762 winning percentage even after that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, when I kind of look at that number and I think to my, myself, I don't know if they can win, you know, I don't know how many times you win 16 out of 21 games in the National Hockey League. That's tough to do, Mark. Well, break it down. Like, if you're winning three out of four, you'll win the Stanley Cup. If you tell me if you tell me my team, whatever team it is, is going to play 762 in the playoffs, I'm going to show you a Stanley Cup winner, Bob, because you won't lose the series. So, you know, no one, I mean, no one. I covered a lot of that Kings team. Would they win the Stanley Cup back in uh, – Whatever that was, twenty twelve. Yeah, they won an eighteen. Twelve and fourteen games. Remember, they were down. Yeah, yeah and, and in twenty fourteen, they were down three nothing to uh, to San Jose and Todd McClellan in that series, and came back and, and won the series. Right. Well, but the one year they they lose two games, then they then they win the cup in eighteen games. Yeah, they well, did. The owners. So the point is, goes, you're playing. Yeah. You're playing 762 hockey ball. But this is great. It's in the regular season. It no. It will it last. It won't last. I would fall off my chair if after 82 games they were playing 762 hockey. But that's okay. They've got a really good team. Now it's you know we're slowly morphing into how is this lineup look for the playoffs and and the, it, the good news that I could see Bob is. 
you know, the hard parts to find at the deadline are when you need a top-line player because you just get crushed in a trade trying to get that player or a top defenseman. You know, the guys, the positions that the Oilers need filling that we can see right now, you know, maybe they'll talk about a goalie. We'll see what happens. But it's generally bottom six forwards. Um, it's generally, uh, you know, another lefty on the third pairing. These are these are gets that you could find at the trade deadline that aren't necessarily going to cost you first-round picks and top prospects. So that's the good news. Do you know what's crazy about all this, Mark? Like, we got people texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Like, they got to go get Carey Price at 50% retained, or they got to do this, or, you know, they got to get a goalie. We don't, like, I don't know about you, but they've, like, Koskinen, we knew he was going to bounce back. Not, I don't know, 12 and 2 bounce back, but I I think we all thought the save percentage would go up. We're not sure when Mike Smith's coming back, hopefully before Christmas. They might be good enough between the two of them to get you 50 wins in the regular season, but I think until there's playoff success, there's always going to be in that question. So I'm going to get you to put your GM's hat on here. Should Ken Holland trade for a goaltender? What do you think? Well, I think I don't have to make that. I don't have to ask that question until sometime in uh, when's the trade deadline, Bob? Like second or third week of March because of the Olympic break. It's 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 in mid or early March. Two things, Bob. I wouldn't trade for Carey Price in a hundred years. Okay, I would never trade for Carey Price. Period. He's thirty-four years old. He's got four seasons remaining at ten and a half million dollars. I don't care if the if the Caps keep half of that. I wouldn't trade for him. Injury issues. He's been a great, great, great goalie. This is the worst time to have Carey Price. I wouldn't trade for him. Uh, I don't even think they're in a need to trade for any goalie that has a lot of term left. Frankly, I think that if they, you know, come March, we're going to decide how's Smith bouncing back. Is he healthy? How's Koskinen playing? You do. You always now. You know. You have. You have a guy that can win games in Skinner as your number three. We didn't know that a month ago, two months ago. So, you know, I'm not going to get hung up on today. I'm not answering that question for you today, Bob. I'll answer that question for you around March 1st. We'll know by then. We don't know yet if they need to trade for a goalie. Anita is going to bring us some perspective spec right here, right now on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, yes, we need to improve our five-on-five play. However, we did win the last two games with five-on-five goals, even with injuries. The last time we had a power play goal was in Arizona. People need to quit picking apart the best team we've iced in the last 20 plus years. (laughs) Every team has its warts, but I'm personally very excited about where the Oilers are this season. People, says Anita, lighten up and enjoy the wins. All we need to do is give Mikko Koskinen a lot more love and appreciation. He's been fantastic. Yes, it will be great to get Mike Smith back, but for now, Koskinen and Skinner have been getting it done. When the whole team brings it, we have a chance to win every game, no matter who's on the ice. Let's go Oilers. That one comes to us from Anita. And this is, Mark, I'll get a plethora now of uh, the the Oiler trolls and the Oiler haters that uh, are kind enough to, to give us their, their witty repartee in response to Anita's text. But there's a degree of truth to that. They're still, like at the end of the day, they're not perfect, but they're 16-5 and five right now, Mark. Well, Bobby, there's not just a degree. Anita's hitting it right on. Like, 
you know, don't, like, at some point here, we have to turn the page on what we all thought, and I throw myself in this group, of, of uh, Mikko Koskinen. He's, it is rare for a goalie at his age to improve his game to the degree he has and stick with it and be this good for the long term. It is rare. But so far, he's not the goalie that we were talking about when we talked goaltending back in, in September, right? He's a better goalie than that, and he's shown it to you at some point. You got to say, okay, we got to rethink this guy. Uh, I agree with Anita. You know, they're listen. They have some issues. Maybe their issue is is some five on five play, but that's not necessarily uh, an issue that you need to trade for people to fix. You know, that's where Dave Tippett and his and Wiseman and Playfair come in. They can they have to coach this team up a little five on five. There's no doubt about that. But listen, there's a, a look around the league at the teams that have a lot of different problems. Holy man. Uh, and you're going to complain about a team with this record that's just maybe not as strong five-on-five as they could be? Give them a little time. You know, okay, they'll get there five-on-five. And if they need a couple stronger players at five-on-five, absolutely attainable as the trade deadline approaches. Bobby, you fix that problem, no problem. Mark, the Edmonton Oilers played the game against Pittsburgh with 2,378 games of NHL experience out of their lineup just on defense. Between Keith, Cody Ceci, who I think we can agree has been a pretty good addition for the Oilers, Darnell Nurse, the team's best defenseman, so that's three of the top four. Nurse, obviously, in the first pairing, Keith and Ceci, the second pairing, and then Slater Cuckoo, who is probably the team's number six defenseman, which means, by the way, that Chris Russell, the team's seventh defenseman, went out and played 26 minutes. He's now plus. I know people don't like the antiquated stat that's plus minus, but when your number seven D-man's plus eight <laughs> in limited games, that you probably have a serviceable guy there, and he can play both sides, you know. It's pretty, I mean, good. It's pretty good. That's what you want, a number seven right there. No one says Chris Russell's a 26-minute defenseman. No one's telling you he's going to do it for you night after night. If he was, he'd be a first-pairing defenseman. So that's what you want out of your number seven, a guy that can step in the pinch and give you a couple of good games. And, and when it's a fire drill, he's you know they survived it. Yeah, the puck was in their end. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of shots on that few others. But you know what? Uh, Mikko Koskinen made a lot of good saves, but he didn't have to stack on his head. He was better, he had to be better in Vegas than he did against Pittsburgh. You know, that, that to me is Chris Russell. Do they get some shots? Yeah, they get some shots. Are they clean, good chances from inside the low slot? No, they're not. They're coming from other places where the goalie can handle them. Yeah, Vegas actually, in my opinion, had a higher grade scoring opportunities than Pittsburgh did the other night. Did but for sure. Uh, the did for sure. Were more yeah, Edmonton was more physically engaged against Vegas. I thought against Pittsburgh, they just, with the exception, in terms of the wingers, Hyman, through two periods, he was the only guy that was winning puck battles. Then in the third period, they put Cassian back with Fogel and McLeod, and they moved Yamamoto up, with, and it seemed to jumpstart things, and that's the direction they're going to go here tonight. Uh, it's it's going to be Yamamoto with McDavid and Hyman. It's going to be Paul Yarvey back up with Drysettle and RNH, and they'll keep Cassian with McLeod and Fogel, and then Perlini coming in for Ben and we'll play with Ryan and uh, Colton Sevier. So so there you have it. So so you're basically in the agreement, hey, how about enjoying it a little bit too right now? Oh, Bob, look, listen, we've got lots of time to, to really, really sweat every moment of every game. This is going to be a playoff team, and they're going to play big games in the springtime. And at that point, you know, you can watch that game and chew your nails off and, 
and sit on the edge of your chair and all of those things. You got a team that's comfortably in a playoff spot. They're pushing for first place every night in the division. Just enjoy it a little. I'll never tell the fans what to do because I don't pay to get in and they do. So if you want to sweat it out every minute, go ahead. But I would say to you, after the last 20 years in Edmonton, uh, it probably shouldn't should be advantageous to find a way to enjoy what's going on right now. It's not like we've we've been overserved when it comes to teams that play 762 hockey ball. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, exactly. So now a little bit this. I mean, they've had some Buffalo and Detroit. You know, those were and those were Stuart Skinner starts tonight. They get Seattle, but the Oilers have been good against the Pacific. They haven't lost to the Pacific this year. Mark, great stuff. As always, appreciate your time. You'll join us for an hour on Tuesday when a very subtle team comes into Edmonton. The Oilers have a six-game homestand that starts with L.A. on Sunday. The Kings just got Drew Doughty back. Minnesota spec. They got a good record, too. They're in town. They're a good. They're a deep team that can roll them over a four lines. So that's going to yep. be a challenge as well. So. Sounds good, Bobby. Thanks, Mark. That's Mark Spector for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. Again, the 7,000 men and women that are employed in the horse racing and breeding industry, Horse Racing Alberta, please note that racing remains suspended this week at Century Mile, but you can still watch and wager online at hbibet.com. we got a ton of texts to get to on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and uh, we've got to get to the orders now injury report for James H. Brown injury lawyers. We'll do that when we come back at 122. You're listening to Oilers. Now live from Seattle, Washington. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chad, Connor McDavid against Pittsburgh the other night on a night in which the Penguins did a lot of good things in the first two periods. McDavid finished the game a goal, tried to dish off, tried to find a way to get Zach Hyman the puck, and you could see the communication between the two players because Evan Rodriguez was not going to allow Hyman to get the hat trick on the empty netter. By the way, Evan Rodriguez had a great game for Pittsburgh. Anyways, uh, McDavid a goal, four points, plus five. Sidney Crosby, who's still really good, still one of the ten best players on the planet, uh, ended up having a rough one. One assist on a face-off win. And uh, finished the game minus four. Kind of happens. And I would assert to you he played way better than a minus four indicated. Into the orders now. Injury report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience. Unrivaled commitment. Unrivaled results. Trent Brown, my opinion, since 1990, probably the best uh, Golden Bear football graduate that went on to play in the Canadian Football League. Of course, he was an all-star with the uh, then-named Edmonton Eskimos. And uh, they, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown want you to stay safe and stay positive. All right, to the Oilers Now Injury Report, here's Brendan Escott. Cody Cece remaining in COVID protocol while uh, Darnell Nurse and Duncan Keith, Slater Cuckoo, all working back from their injuries. Mike Smith and Devin Shore are skating, but uh, obviously not dressing tonight either. Chris Dreger just hit Seattle's injured reserve with a lower body issue. Jaden Schwartz, Will Borgen, and Jordan Eberly all listed as day-to-day with lower body Body injuries. Captain Mark Giordano is in their COVID protocol while Kala Yarnkronk sidelines with an undisclosed problem. Uh, Blue Jackets netminder Jonas Corposalo uh, was also added to the IR today, Bob. And then Tyler Johnson had the same artificial uh, disc replacement surgery that uh, Jack Eichel underwent just a few weeks back. Two to four weeks for Josh Anderson out for Montreal Canadiens. Petrie's going to miss uh, this weekend's games as well. So Anita basically texts the show to say, hey, 
The Oilers are in first. They're 16 and 5. Enjoy it. Don't pick it apart. Uh, Luke in Ottawa says, couldn't agree with Anita Moore on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Stoffer, you forgot to tell Spec how Pulleyarvey is a driver. Well, um, again, for me, it's all where Pulleyarvey can go in the next couple years. Like, you know, he... He, when he plays in straight line, he went through a bit of a cold snap there. He did for five or six games. Got a big goal the other night in the breakaway against Vegas. Um, and got moved up uh, during the course of the game against Pittsburgh the other night. Be intriguing to see how far yes it does go as a play. Uh, Randy and Brooks says, yes, I'm having fun enjoying it, but they are not a playoff team yet. Can't handle a strong forecheck, can't score enough dirty goals. That one comes to us from Randy and Brooks. Question, can Miko win that 2-1 game, game seven in the first round, and not let that soft goal in to keep this team going? I wouldn't bet on them. That one comes to us from Trucker Wes. Uh, hey, Bob, you never give away tickets or anything. Working for the Oilers, don't you think they'd give you jerseys or stuff like that to give away once in a while on your show? <laughs> Tell you what, uh, we can work on we, we did trivia in the summer, but it wasn't Oilers trivia. It was Pro-Am Sports trivia. We did do trivia in the summer. We could maybe, you know what, I'm, I might know a guy who knows a guy. We got a lot of sold features in this show. That's all I'm going to say to you. We also uh, did that last Friday, Bob. We did a, a ticket giveaway literally a week ago to the day. So, hmm. Okay. But, I mean, it's a valid point. Like, you know what? I mean, hey, don't be afraid to maybe give away some tickets once in a while. Uh, all right. You already know that cars cost less than Wetaskiwin, but did you know that Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin are 10-time President's Diamond Award winners for customer satisfaction? What does this mean? It means treating people fairly, fully transparent negotiations, and making sure advertised prices include all accessories, fees, and taxes with the exception of GST. If those attributes are important to you, phone our friends Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, uh, the play-by-play radio voice of the Seattle Kraken, Everett Fitzhugh, will join us here on Oil. Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.